This is a podcast series produced by Hiraya Media featuring our conversations with Filipinos from across the world. This podcast has only one goal, to echo what is necessary. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Hiraya Talks. you this on um, on email on text i really love the way um you um you talked about your um experience and your um your the way you you told your story through the article i feel like we we talked about how you're going to um bring it all in or how you're gonna start your story like we we've we've um discussed about what the church um mm-hmm. What else? We've discussed everything. Like we've we've discussed how you're going to um, uh, tailor it in how you wanted yeah. to put do you um, put a spotlight on your organization. But you never discussed, and it it was a pleasant surprise actually. You never discussed about using the language or your, you know, your versatility in using a different kind of like different kinds of language into this story. It's a pleasant surprise. How did you think about it? I, I'm like, the surprise. I'm like, oh my god, this is such a genius. Like, it's really good. <laughs> Thanks. No, I don't know. I was reading this book. You know, mm-hmm. I've been, and I just read it for one day because I I saw myself. Okay, okay. How did I get to read this? Book? <laughs> okay. I'm a parent now, so I oh my like, god. <laughs> I was like. My baby has to speak all the languages that I speak, mm. but there's a there's a side too. There's a lot of um, system to that. So. Mm. Right. When we were also looking for school for him, we were trying. How to how school. old is he now? He's 15 months. Okay. But here, yeah, you have one to, and one, but you have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to start getting mm. the the place because they're always mm. different. And yeah. the first option is that we wanted to put him into international international school Mm -hmm. but then when i when i found out in the international school they only teach in english i don't want him to not learn french i don't Mm -hmm. want him to learn german tagalog he can choose if he wants you Mm -hmm. know because even in the philippines it's so easy to pick up tagalog right And um, the more, the most complicated ones are French and German. I mean, right now I I do have knowledge about it, but I'm still not perfect. Like, I can I can I can understand, you know, but mm. it's not as fluent as. But al- but also, is it, I think that he will easily be pick up the Filipino language because your mom's Filipino, your sister's Filipino, you know. So if they talk to him in Filipino, he will easily pick it up, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. Exactly. So. You know, it's uh, so. Then this school, when we were doing the campus tour in the in that international school, they gave me this book, and I was like, you know what? Let me just try to read because it really is interesting because I'm a bilingual, multilingual. Mm. So, and I was reading it. I'm like, oh my god, I've never seen language in that perspective. Tell me about it, me. Right? <laughs> I was like. Oh my God! I have to write about this. This is what I'm going to write about for Hiraya. This is just amazing because it's really me, and I didn't know that. I was like, you know, in Filipino, kaya pala. I forced myself to really be good in another language. Kaya pala, I was so fast in adapting German. Kaya pala, I was so fast in adapting French because. 
I was getting tired of my second language, which was Filipino. Hmm. I wanted something else. Right. Because yeah, the, the, the traumatic. Because it failed you. Because it exactly. both languages failed you yeah. already. Yeah. So I really wanted something else. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I have to write about this. I have to write about it. When you when you sent me the um, I when you sent me the article, I read through it. It took a long time, but I read through it, and then I I um showed it to Danny and I showed it to Chan, a co-founder of um Hiraya Media, uh-huh. and I told I told them I didn't sh- I actually didn't show them. I told them that um you know what how um Kyra wrote about her experience, how how Kyra wrote about you know breaking silence movement, how she introduced it. She used. She used language, which was very—it's new for me. I don't know if it's new for somebody else, but it's—it's it's new for me, especially how you said after using English and Filipino to prevent that from happening to you. Happening. Yeah. yeah, but it failed you. Yeah, and then and then when you said um, you you got used to you got used to the language of silence. I was like, that was dark, but also <laughs> that was you know, dark. My sister also said the same. Like, what the fuck, Ate? Where did that come from? I was like, I have no idea. It just came to my brain. <laughs> it's dark. It's dark, yeah. but also it holds so much because so many people, especially rape and domestic assault survivors, they've been so used. using the language of silence because they're intimidated they're scared yeah. but yeah. they've never used it as an empowerment slogan or like an empowerment line which is <laughs> you I'm gave so them <laughs> you gave them an empower an empowering line to be honest with you and <sighs> oh my god i'm getting goosebumps <laughs> oh my god because like i was just really pouring my heart out mm. the And I was, oh, it's so happy. I'm so happy to hear that feedback from you. I'm so speechless. I'm getting goosebumps. Because I feel like crying right now. I know, me too. Because there's a lot of people messaging me, and I think they 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 have the same thing as what you just said. Mm-hmm. They saw the strength in somehow what people see as weakness. Mm-hmm. And there's this lady. She sent me a message. It was so long, and she was harassed in the workplace. So she said she would just cry in silence. Mm-mm. And then now she understands that crying is also something that's that reflects strength. Right. And I don't think crying to me. I don't think it's weakness. I think it shows that you know you've. It doesn't show weakness. It feels like you've been holding something for so long. That you have you now you have the strength to actually express it. Exactly, exactly. But I, t- I I said it also in the in the article. I said you know, if speaking the word is also already difficult, what more the body? Mm. Um. And it's true because if your brain cannot understand why you cannot move, why you cannot speak, your body follows. I mean, sometimes when 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 we're nervous, you know, when when. Your body you freeze up. Freeze up. Yeah. Yeah. Some, it's either we we shake or we freeze up. Right. So it follows, and that's uh-huh. I was like, oh my god, 
I really have to write about this. <laughs> to me, yung yung article, it doesn't just it's not just I don't know. It's also very psychological. Like you, gusto ko talaga yung when other languages has failed you, you use the you you learn a different language to see if something else works. It's true. It's true. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Oh, <laughs> oh you have no idea. Every feedback <laughs> is like, I was so excited to hear what you would. I'm excited no. and nervous at the same time. I was so excited to hear from you uh-huh. what you think about it. I was like, oh my God. What do you say? Yes, no, it. I oh think it, it's so, I don't know if I'm overreacting because, or I'm biased because I'm your friend, but also the, when I when I told other people about it, they really liked it, and they really? they yeah, I because it's a different angle, you know. We always talk about um, assault or rape in a different, like in a dark way or in a you know in a sad way, but this this mm-hmm. one, you used it to empower people who have been through the same thing, and oh. but not in a not in a oh, I've been there you know hindi ganun eh kasi we've, we've heard of that before like oh I've yeah. been there you will go through it blah 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 it's different this one's different yeah. but still I think you're doing an amazing job with um, Breaking Silence and I think you're uh, yung introduction ng, ng Breaking Silence sa, <laughs> sa Instagram I mean yung nilagay namin no art card you're empowering women through your organization tell me about your organization because i feel like i don't i have i haven't seen like your activities as an organization but tell me about it i, I feel like you're doing making waves and <laughs> doing so much things for other people nakakainis ka because i'm shaking Oh. I hope you're not shaking because you're sad. I hope you're shaking because you're really happy. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, when I'm emotional, when I, I when I see how people are, um, how re- people really reacting to hard. Mm. Yeah, re- taking to heart what the. Uh, you but wrote. today, you know, you're not biased because today a lot of people also just really commented and messaged me about it and is it the fr- is it the first time you've written about your or no yeah it's my is first it? time yeah oh my god oh my god i can tell you this i'm so thankful that you i'm so grateful that you wrote about this about your life story you will have part of your life story um yeah. with hiraya you trusted me to te- to publish it which i'm really 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 grateful for kasi oh. parang diba hiraya and i think just thank you talaga but anyway go ahead no you know i'm so happy actually that hiraya was able to push me you were mm-hmm. able to push me to do it cuz mm-hmm. i was i had a lot i was scared for my son i don't mm. want him to go to school and be and his mother to be identified as a rape survivor mm. but now i'm trying to i, I had the realization you know when i when i read the book i was like this is the time this is the perfect time to actually speak about it because mm. this book gave me an inspiration and 
it would be the perfect introduction on how I would be able to speak and and to not be identified just a rape survivor or mm-hmm. nothing else because I don't want to be identified like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm okay with being identified like that, but I don't want it to affect to my be brain. your personality. Yeah, you know, yeah. and how people look at me. Yeah, and yeah. I want them to know that just because somebody is a survivor doesn't mean that they're always uh, helpless or right. that they cannot do anything else other than mm-hmm. um, ranting or being dramatic mm-hmm. about their traumatic experiences. Because let's face it, when traumatic experiences is always repeated and repeated, it sounds a complaint. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound, um, and that's what I'm really trying to avoid as well. Mm-hmm. Whenever people ask me about my story, I don't really tell all the details because mm-hmm. it's too intimate. It's too private mm-hmm. and personal at the same mm-hmm. time. So it takes time for me to say the details, to speak out the details, you know. And I always just share it with people that I really trust, with, mm-hmm. you know. People that I know who would not judge me at when when the call is over or when mm. the conversation is over, mm. you know. And then also, I don't say it just because I have a nonprofit. You know what mm. I mean? Yep. I always put the vision of breaking silence first, or my vision as a person, and then people would ask, "But why?" Well, because. Right. Right, and then you, you wrote back. Me? It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. like it doesn't become an excuse because a lot of survivors also we have to uh, take note of this that a lot of survivors also are are using this their story as an excuse sometimes to not move forward or mm. to not uh, develop themselves or improve themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're stuck. Why- they're stuck in exactly. there yeah. they make it as an excuse as uh, mm. no uh, you know this is what I did I, this, yeah this is what, this, this happened is me. to me that's why this exactly and I don't yeah. believe in that mm-hmm. because saying that makes your experience be be the one in control of your life mm. be the one in control of your choices mm-hmm. and once you say that you are not in control of your choices anymore That's when you become entrapped with your own again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing to get out of it is to It's not to be in control. Of to move past it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, because it can weigh you down. Yes, you have moved on. But just make sure don't make it as an, as an excuse not to be able to level up. Yep. I always tell my, you know, the team, the people I work with generally to always level up. Don't be afraid to be ambitious. If it mm-hmm. seems impossible, it's good. Mm-hmm. If it seems too small, dream bigger. Bigger. Because what is it? You know, dreaming is free. Take yep. advantage of it. Yep. How do you want to, how do you want to, to do things? You have mm-hmm. to do it globally. If mm-hmm. you're going to dream, dream something that's huge, something mm-hmm. that's ambitious. Right. Right. And I always tell them, You know, I grew up with little to few given privilege. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen myself in the future like this. Mm-hmm. People who knew me when I was a kid, people who knew me when I was in high school or when I was in middle school, whichever, 
wouldn't even recognize who I am today. Absolutely. Unless, Unless right? I've been talking to you for a while. Exactly. Unless That's why talking. I keep saying, right? I I remember I remember your you don't have a fridge in your in your house before we yeah. <laughs> you didn't have yeah. a fridge. Yeah. That bothered me for a for the whole while. I didn't ask you that, but I didn't ask you that when we were in high school. So I, say, I feel like that's such an intimate or like something personal. But oh, but looking at it now, I'm like, why don't you have a fridge? And now you're here. And I have a fridge. <laughs> and you have a fridge. And a beautiful and it's a big one. <laughs> from, starting from the bottom, now we're here, right? Exactly. You know, <laughs> And why? Why? How was I able to get there? Get here? Mm. And right now, I'm not saying that I'm at the top because I'm every time I level up, I know that there's always going to be something bigger than that because I'm not scared to be ambitious. And sometimes a lot of people are also scared when I am too ambitious. Mm. But for me, if people are scared or people are intimidated with what I wanted to do, then that's mm. not my people. I'm talking about my entrepreneurial side, mm-hmm. you know. I only work with people who are also ambitious as I am mm-hmm. because I have to be with the same mind and that's what really kept me going. That's what really kept me um, developing and improving and, you know, it's never easy. Right. Yeah. Life is never easy with mm. or without the traumatic experience that mm-hmm. I had. Mm-hmm. I can only really say that a lot, you know, there's so much heartbreaks in between mm-hmm. and Yeah, if there was no traumatic experience, I would probably be uh, able to do more. Mm-hmm. But even if with with it, with it, it it doesn't really you know affect. Yeah, a lot because it doesn't let you let it affect you. Don't let it affect you exactly anymore. anymore. Because let, let's yeah. let's face it, you you were like oh you were in that debate. You were depressed, yeah. ganyan, that you you were stuck in there, but you didn't let it get to you on a um like on for yeah. longer than you you know. Yeah. Diba? Yeah. Exactly. Although you know, I had some lowest um, times. You know, I was I was I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I was suicidal. Yeah. I ran away from home. I mm-hmm. didn't go home for two weeks, mm-hmm. if that was even called a home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And. Mm-hmm. I would say that's really, really difficult because um, how how can uh, how old was I? I don't know anymore. Seventeen? Mm. No, I was. How was eighteen? Mm. How can an eighteen-year-old survive? Well, I guess I was a tough lady. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just. I just. Tr- I was. I you was don't even know. You don't know. You, you don't know. even know. You didn't know. How, you don't even know how you were able to survive that. But I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Because um, you are from an Asian household, and some people would say, especially older Filipino um, lady, um, Filipino women, men, whatever, older Filipinos would say, "Now, why would you air um, a wow? Parang tito boy ba to? Why would you air? Why would you air your dirty laundries?" Diba? What, like and what? Sorry, you got why would, you air, why would you air your dirty laundries for exactly. people? You know, I I wanted I want to ask you that from an Asian an Asian from an Asian family perspective, what gave you the strength and how did your family react when you first you know 
parang kasi I I feel like this is also um a a topic that Asian families deal with. Uh, deal with. Kasi diba parang Asian families won't be like, oh, don't talk about this. In Asian families, it's super common that a lot of things are just thrown under the mat. Yep. Very Why? deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because first and foremost, firstly, <laughs> we... Our culture, especially Filipinos, we care so much our, about our physical appearance. Okay, what is the proof? The number one proof is our media. Mm. The beautiful thing for us is to have white skin, good nose, yep, nice hair. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about how you look. Exactly. So <laughs> if there is anything that can harm your physical appearance... Oh, it's gonna be thrown under the mat yep, and not yep. talk about anything that will tar- tarnish your reputation. Exactly, you know. And then the next one, I think, would be uh, we don't have time for it. Mm. Wow, true. Yeah, because we're poor enough. Like exactly. We're poor enough. We're busy making money to feed our families. Why would we still? Why would we put us like? Why would we think about this? Exactly. To them, to Filipinos, it's a little thing or it's not it's not relevant. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And they kind of like belittle their own selves. Like, ah, pangmayaman lang yan. Maya, pangmayaman problema lang yan. Exactly. Which is really false because psychological problems can be with anybody. It can happen to anyone, you know? Mm. It, can, Absolutely. it can be as... Uh, It can be a sleeping disorder, and it doesn't. It doesn't choose. It, it exactly. doesn't choose which one. <laughs> exactly, and then you know it's it's so sad actually because a lot of Filipinos are having a hard time about it. But I'm quite I'm quite glad that people are starting to be um, be aware, be informed about sensitive issues. more sensitive yeah. about it, right? And uh, really trying to educate themselves. It's just that. Oh, Of course, it's still a bit of a large, uh, large effort to try mm-hmm. to persuade the older generation that this is really the deal. It's this happened, is yeah. really what's happening. This is yeah. what science is all about, and this is also something that I can say about religion. You know, religion plays a huge role in the Filipino mm-hmm. culture, and we're very religious um, uh, naturally, generally, mm. as a country. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're the only one. We're the only country left without divorce, so yep. that says a lot, and that says mm-hmm. a lot as well for women's rights and mm-hmm. for rights as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of issues, underlying issues that we, as a country, have never really, um, I don't know, magnified, uh, discussed, in. yeah, discussed at in. the bare minimum, right? Discussed. Exactly. It's always <laughs> just scratching the surface. Yeah. Now. When another issue comes on, it's going to be, oh, okay, there's another issue, so let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. And it's never really about following the issue and how it's going to be resolved through the end. It's always just, oh, okay, this is happening. Just acknowledging the existence, and, and then they thought that it's it's the end of it. No, but it doesn't work that way. That, and this is what I always say also with them, with the... With breaking silence, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want us to just scratch the surface. I want to treat the root of the problem. Yes, I was gonna say yes. We keep, yeah, we keep, we keep, we keep like we keep treating the symptoms, 
but yes. not the cause. Exactly. You know, and I I remember there's there was this time um, I was doing an interview, mm-hmm. and then the the journalist asked me, um, okay, so you're a nonprofit and you basically um, help uh, survivors. So that means if there's no more violence anymore, you wouldn't be existing. Would you like that? And I was like, of course, I would love that. Mm-hmm. But also, we are here not just for the survivors. We're here mm-hmm. to do prevention. I don't want any more survivors. Mm-hmm. You know, if we, you, if you could stop it right now, you would, and you would end the organization. You would absolutely love. Exactly. I think everyone would love that, deba. Right? Oh, yeah, it was a challenging question because mm-hmm. a lot of people would be taken aback from that. But I was like, totally, I would be very happy if there would be mm-hmm. no more survivors and if we're not existing anymore because that means there's no violence. Who wouldn't want that? You know, we are not here just to... Exactly. And we are here to also do prevention. We're not just going to wait for another survivor to help another survivor. Yes, yep. we're going to empower them. But of course, we're also addressing the root of the problem, which a lot of people really forget or oversee, overlook, whatever term you want to use. Mm-hmm. They, they, people just always acknowledge it, you know. And this is also why when I tell my story, I just don't want people to acknowledge it. I always want something that, you know, like how you reacted, your feedback. It's mm-hmm. so important because that means that means I, I, I was able to... successfully put my vision into my writing because right. that means that I was uh, I was able to do it in, mm-hmm. in the way that I like and this mm-hmm. is really what I want I, I want people to understand that this is this is something that's more than acknowledging this is something mm-hmm. that's more than discussing about it it's preventing and empowerment and an all together cultural compass that we all need to navigate right. you know and it's so important it's an underlying pandemic yes <laughs> that's true that's true and i think as we i think your um your article um not only does, does it help um increase or um amplify your your causes but it also urges us to do something to do like give like action items you know lay out an action items do you know that's what your organization is right you you do something you know not just talk about it you do you actually do activities or events that actually empowers women children etc etc right Exactly. Like for example, in our in our project, um, the body safety book. You mm. know, I want to normalize it. Sorry, <coughs> because I'm a parent now, so I want to normalize every household for them to in uh, include body safety in the usual routine, like mm. brushing your teeth, exercising, eating healthy food, mm. and for the kid to be able to have retention that his body is his own, and then there's ownership as well. So mm. if his body is his own, and other people's bodies are their own, you know, there's going yep. to be a relationship that there's a boundary there. Yeah. You set the boundary as early as three years yep. old. And they mm-hmm. will be able to, re- you know, um, yeah. tell other mm-hmm. people about it. You know, uh, oh, uh, my body's my own. I don't want you to touch my body. Touch you me, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be normal thing that mm. um, 
the 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 house or the family or the school is able to talk about mm-hmm. and in the philippines it's just so sad because we're not really focusing too much on sex education mm. because again there's another that called the religious um religious factor yes, yes i but, remember when you're speaking about i remember in high school of course we haven't had that You yeah. know, we we didn't have a sexual education because we were from a Catholic high school. Exactly. Right. So we didn't know. I remember one time. This is such a long, far memory, but I remember it clearly because I was the one doing reporting, and this was in religion. I forgot, but this was in religion, and we were talking about the sins, like the sins, right? And then I, I said, and I, <laughs> on my <laughs> report, I said, um. Masturbation is sin, which which the Catholic say, the Catholic Church says it is, right? Exactly. And then I put yeah, a freaking yeah. a freaking picture on my PowerPoint, and then our oh my god, our, our, I don't I don't know who was in that class, but I put a freaking photo of a woman's <laughs> vagina oh. on there, and then it has the anatomy on there, and then all our all our peers were like, oh women can masturbate oh yes oh my god i remember and we're in all girls school yes like there's I mean, a few there's a few, there's a few boys already there, there, but majority, and we were yeah and we were, they were like oh i was like oh my they were like oh how do they do that people i remember clearly in my head we're like oh how do women how do girls masturbate yeah and that's, in retrospect i'm like oh shit We we don't know that because we're not thought about it. Exactly. 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 I think we. I, I think we were in like an auditorium or like I don't forgot what it was, but I was presenting it and there was a whole freaking picture oh of God. the vagina. Here's the clitoris. Here's everything. Oh and, my God. And then I just oh remember God. people were like the the girls especially they're like. We know how possible? boys do. Yes. Yeah, we, yes. we know how boys do, but we don't know how girls, how girls do it, right? And that's a yeah. failure on the system. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole system going on, and we really got to address that. We got to address the educational system and how yep. they deal with sex education. It's very Absolutely. important. And now that you're telling me that, now I remember when we were talking about, when we were in, I think, sophomore, we were talking about biology, Mm-hmm. Of course, we had to talk about the reproductive system yep. and stuff like that. I I could have been saved mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. I could have I could have known already what was happening, but I mm-hmm. I, I knew there was something going on at my house, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I didn't know basically what it is because right. I didn't really know much, and there was no sex mm-hmm. education in school. Mm-hmm. There's no follow up or anything. Yep. So now that I'm thinking about it, because you talked about it, so mm-hmm. I remember now when if probably we talked about it in biology and the, the, the reproductive system which actually already gave me a bit of triggering because mm-hmm. it was an illustration right uh-huh. and you know there was like a bit of like in the article like said you know like it's just boiling and it's like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. is this and yep. something that i couldn't put into words mm-hmm. and if probably if probably we were able to discuss that If you see these photos and it's triggering you, something mm-hmm. probably is happening. Mm-hmm. And I would have probably been sent to a counselor or something like that. 
and then to be able to address what was happening with me. Mm-hmm. But then I was only able to admit that I was a victim in college during religion class. Mm-hmm. And you went to a Catholic <laughs> you went to a Catholic college too. I right? know. I know. And it's uh, oh, I don't know. It's just sad. And this is really what I want to to push for, especially in the Philippines because it's important and if we're able to put sex education in On the a, curriculum. Yeah, in the curriculum, it's going to save a lot of kids. But why? Why do I they think agree. it's bad? But I guess because this the religion and a lot of family values, family culture, Filipino culture, rely on the curiosity, kill the cat culture, mm-hmm. which is more of like they think like a safety net, and that you gotta put the safety net, you know. But just uh, well, throughout the years, it's never really. Yeah. I I talk to this a lot with my mom because I uh, my mom is my soundboard. <laughs> But um <laughs> I always think that um we should have sex education in the Philippines because like you said it would have saved a lot of women's women's men's lives, you know. Exactly. Every, I think um learning about what sex is that it should be with like It's you shouldn't like it doesn't have to be with a person you love, but it has to be consensual. Exactly. I think that's what that's that specific term consensual is something that could have saved so many people's lives. Yeah. Right? And I think yeah. I feel right. And um, talking about abortion not as a sin but as a way of um being. Be choice and survival for a lot of people too. Exactly. Should have should be a part of you someone's education, right? Yay. Because I keep thinking, especially here in the U.S., because they keep um, rolling like they keep um, taking away abortion rights for women, and some and I that's so unfair, right? Yeah. Because some some women, the, um, their last their last straw is abortion or their last you know yeah. their their last lifeline is abortion because as much as we would love our own children it would be reminded especially for those who have been raped and got pregnant by their rapist right it's their reminder that of this of this you know the part of their life or like this yeah. dark dark um part of their lives right yeah right yeah. and even yeah. if you love the kid It would still be a reminder, and it will all forever haunt you. And I think that's taking that taking away abortion rights is taking that away from women. And I yeah. think, right? It should yeah, it should I always. Agree with you. Mm-hmm. you know, abortion is very important because mm-hmm. if a mother or if a parent is not able to love the kid, the kid doesn't deserve to be hated. That's true. And it's again, it's a woman. It's 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 a right, you know. And you take that away. It's not easy to be a mother. And I'm a mother, so I'm I'm now I'm now credible to say that <laughs> it's not easy. Can you imagine if it's a twenty four seven job? Yeah, if it's unplanned, Especially. it's gonna it's gonna make the 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 mother's life even more miserable. And what what is what is that? How is that going to affect the kid? The kid will be more neglected, neglected, yes. abandoned, chaotic. Yeah, 
because he basically or the kid basically grew up with no um, good parenting and yeah. they don't deserve that yeah and yeah. what what hap- what happens like in the US yes there is a the social um, how do you call it again like the government is able to save the children and they uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah it's good but in a way it's also not good it's not it's to be honest to me it's not good because foster homes are they have a lot of kids in foster homes right and even if the kid is in foster home they're still neglected because they don't have a family to focus on them exactly so it's exactly. not good either way yeah, right yeah and you know there was this lady also i remember just now mm-hmm. um for breaking silence and she she suggested to me um isn't it shouldn't you also prioritize adoption for the kids in a foundation in the philippines and i kept on saying adoption is not my priority mm. my priority for them is to learn how to live independently mm. because in truth in life family is not always blood your family yes. the first thing is yourself And if yep. you're able to fend for yourself, then you're going to be able to find a really good family and fend for your family in a good way. And not to be able to repeat what your family mm-hmm. has done to you. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm really pushing for for the, 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 the kids in the foundation mm-hmm. to have a leverage into when it comes to career advancement. Right. That's why we're doing the digital literacy program. Yes. <laughs> and where there is hope, we are learning that. Exactly. And there are some organizations as well in Switzerland. There's one in um, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So they're they're going to teach, and um, it's going to be amazing. I'm really excited for it, and we're going to 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 help a lot of kids, and you know these. Uh, I just wanna. I just want to give them a second chance. Yep. Because I, I, I know how it is to be alone, to feel alone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Your friends. Yeah. Your family. But nobody will ever understand the way you feel. Even you and I. You know. Yeah. We're friends. We've been friends for a long time. But. But I will. I could never imagine what it's like to be in their shoes. Exactly. And all and I can do is be your support. Yeah. To be your exactly. safety net. Exactly. And vice versa. I could never understand. Mm. Also. You know, I am. I could be aware and be mm-hmm. your support. Uh, you know, if you need the words of encouragement, yes. Mm-hmm. But we will never be able to understand each Absolutely. other. Yeah. Others' uh, uh, levels of emotions in the same mm-hmm. level. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I could say the same thing with even if you're both a rape survivor or a sexual assault survivor, you can never understand. Each, you would never be able to understand each other because you didn't have the same. You didn't have the same experience, right? Exactly, exactly, and it's important for them to to be given a second chance because mm-hmm. I I really believe that anybody is capable of becoming something unimaginable, mm-hmm. greater than themselves. I want them to give like a like a, a little spark, mm-hmm. start something. And that's what we're do. We're gonna do with DLP to yes. see if they have interest in digital technology, you know. And then later on, I am actually 
um, looking into creating an association in the Philippines. So basically it's going to be a private association um, for academic advancement mm -hmm. for technology, sustainability and space. Mm -hmm. Because I would love for, I would love for um, this association uh, to, to push for STEM and for Filipinos to pursue, yep. pursue careers in space and tech mm -hmm. and sustainability because right now their rocket science is still not uh, rocketing. <laughs> no, so, there's no rocketing right there. Yeah. It's not right now there. There's no rocketing. Yeah. So we got to just give them the opportunity and Filipinos are very intelligent if you give them the resource, if you give them the, the, the platform, look at where you and I are right now. I, I'm not biased, but I think we're we're very smart. <laughs> we are, we are. <laughs> if we're able to just be given the opportunity, the platform to engage, to expand ourselves, we will be able to do it. And with the right mentorship, it's going to be exploding. Yeah. And right now, I, I would like to invest in the future. So I am looking into space tech, space exploration, because we all know that that's the future and digital technology and of course sustainability mm -hmm. this is very important and the only way that for me the best way to invest in the future is to invest in education because, absolutely i totally agree right yep because it's uh that's where the talents come from yeah and i i wish that there was someone when we were young who did this in our country i was yes i was going to say i feel like you you are the person that you wish someone was to you. you know you know what i'm saying when you were a kid but oh, someone because you were looking for someone to educate you or like help you and yeah. i feel like you are the one you know you wish you are wishing that you were the one who you know helped you oh my you're, God. you're you're becoming someone like that thank you. you know thank you it's exactly that and if, yeah oh, thank you for putting that <laughs> Oh, that's so nice, Ali. I like that. Um, yeah. You're, you're that to young girls now, to young, to young girls oh. and boys. And we we need more of you. you yeah. Know? Anybody can be. Yeah. Can be there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want right? people to become like me. I just want people to to have a good heart and be able to give out, mentor, right. teacher, be ambitious. Yes. Dream, 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 and of course, put it into action. Yes. I wanted to ask though before we end because it's 12 p.m. here and I don't want to keep you longer. But um, what are the opportunities? Because I, I I feel like there would be a lot of people upon reading articles and upon hearing this podcast, there will be a lot of people who want to help out. And um, you know, are there any volunteer opportunities with you guys? Of course, of course, we're always looking for volunteers. And as I always say, we're always open for collaborations. Doesn't mean that you. To be honest, just put whatever you want on the table. If you really want to be part of something huge or if this cause is really something that's very important to your heart, something important to your life, passionate about give it a message. It's all on the website, breaking silence You know, we're we're very friendly. Everyone's just chill and right. nice. Everyone's um, accommodating and we are all volunteers. You know, so, and most of us are also advocates and um, they do this. We all do this for passion. 
And so that, that really says a lot. And when collaborative of people do things for passion, that's when things really happen. Beautiful things happen. Exactly. And that's when history happens. And this yep. is my goal. I already want to make history. And mm. I totally believe that this is the time of women. Women need to step up, especially Filipinas. Mm. We are so underestimated. We are undermanned. And we have to be in demand now and in control. And right. to be able to, to voice out that Filipinas are talented. Filipinas are not shadows. We are able to move our country, uh, do something, and be a support system as well to um, other Filipinas and be accountable for each other. You know, women supporting women, right? Exactly. That's very important. I love it. You know, every time I collaborate with anybody from the world, anywhere, you know, it's always, it's always the first thing that I, I see when they have like a, when they love just supporting when they love supporting women that's that's mm-hmm. the key yes a key thing for me i totally agree um is there any email address that people can um email for for opportunities and stuff like that of course um breaking silence mdmp at gmail.com Yay, perfect. Happy Women's History Month to you. Yeah, happy I, Women's Month <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was look uh, I was researching like what Women's History Month is really. And it says that it we're celebrating the um the um contributions of women in their own communities and you are the epitome of that. Yes, happy Women's History Month. Thank you, Kyra. Ano yan? Kakain ka na? Yeah, I'm gonna have to make dinner. <laughs> okay. All right, bye, oh, okay. Kyra. Thank you. I, I really had fun. It was really a nice conversation. We keep in yes. touch. Yes, bye. I'll WhatsApp you later. Bye. Thank have you. a great bye. day. You too. Bye. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter, Hiraya underscore media, and on Facebook, Media Hiraya. Also, drop by our website, hirayamedia.com, for more of our stories in different formats. If you want to share your stories with us, send us an email, hello at hirayamedia.com. And that's another episode of Hiraya Talks. Thank you for listening. Maraming salamat!